Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 17th of April and as always with the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well let's kick things off as always with the scores on the doors and we had positive start to the week up 0.27%, 0.27%, nothing startling, up 19.9, 7,381.5. We opened at 7,361.8, which was pretty close to our lows and pushed up from there. 73.91.2 being the high, the low 73.61.6. So a good day all round. It was quiet and we are in wait and see mode as we head into another week of U.S. reporting, 68, 60 stocks rather of the S&P 500 will be reporting this week. Pretty much everything across the board was positive. Resources turning around from a lacklustre start. Even lithium got in on the act today with some big moves in some second-tier lithium stocks, the likes of which Lake Resources up 18.5% with an update from Karchi. We also had Sayona with an update of their own, up 10.3%. Mineral Resources rose 1.7%, and we had Pilbara up 1.3%. In the iron ore space, BHP, Rio, and Fortescue managed modest gains. Base metals not doing much, but we did have the gold sector fall over. Newcrest was down 2.3%. Northern Star down 2.5%. Regis Resources, shocker day today. Down 11.16%. So nothing particularly good there in the gold sector. And we also saw today official confirmation the Federal Court of Australia has okayed the BHP takeover for Oz Minerals. So its days are well and truly numbered. Looking across to other sectors, we had the oil and gas slightly higher. Uh, Woodside was down 0.14, but Santos up a smidge. And we did also see Karoon Energy doing okay today as well. Uh, They were up slightly, 1.3%. Coal stocks, though, uh, falling today, unfortunately. We did see uh, No Hope, a new hope, down 9.48%. We had reports out this morning about coal exports from Newcastle. Whitehaven only down 0.87% of a percent today. The banking sector got off to a positive start to the week as well on the back of U.S. reporting. The J.P. Morgan rise on Friday night was the biggest rise on quarterly numbers from J.P. Morgan in 20 years. CBA up 0.6%. ANZ up just shy of 1%. Westpac pretty much unchanged. And NASD- uh, NAB rather up 0.7% of a percent. The big bank basket up 0.6% of a percent today at $174.88. Insurers, though, didn't get the memo. We had QBE down 1%, IAG down 1.8%, and Bank of Queensland down 1.1%. Magellan managed a 1.3% rise, and Macquarie eked out a slight 0.4% gain. REITs did well across the board. GMG, Goodman Group up 1.3%. We had Centre Group up 2.6%. And Stockland up 1.9%. Healthcare slightly better. We did get tech also doing well today. 
up a little bit. We had the Alltech index there today up uh, 0.47% with uh, WiseTech Global up 1.2% and Zero up 1%. In industrials, Aristocrat keep pushing up higher, 1.5% better. West Farmers up 0.8%. Treasury Wine up 1.3%. And Qantas up 1.9%. ALX uh, was up 2.2%. That's Atlas Arterial, of course, European Motorways there. In the winners for Grinners today, let's run through the winners circle. And there were a few lithium stocks in the winners circle today. Unusual and nice to see. We had Lake Resources, LKE. Uh, they were up 18.48%. 39 million shares traded as well. Sayona, SYA, up 10.26%. 125 million shares today. QAL was up 8.3% today on a massive 3,000 shares. SGR, Star Entertainment, up 4.9% on 13 million shares. 2.9 Metals, 29 Metals, was up 4.3% on 2 million shares. And Imogene, having a 3.7% rise today on 11 million shares to 14 cents. In the Losers Corner, in the Naughty Corner, on the Naughty Step today, we had Regis Resources, RRL down 11.16% with a guidance update there. Red 5 down 10.5%. They were up strongly on Friday and not so strongly today. New Hope down 9.5% today. NHC, 12 million shares traded there. Resolute, RSG down 8.1%. West, uh, West African Resources, WAF down 7.3%. And West Gold Rounding out the nasty ones, WAF down 7.3%. So all gold stocks across the board. Uh, there was one rare, rare earth stocks, ARU, Arafura, still under pressure, 6.1% down. Gina will not be happy down at 46.5 cents. Positive sectors today, the banks, the REITs, the oil and gas, only slightly uh, tapered off a little bit at the end, industrials and lithium. Negative sectors today, gold miners and insurers, the big bank basket up to one 74.88, up 0.6 of a percent. The Alltech index up 0.5 of a percent today. Gold slipping back down below 3,000 Aussie a ounce, 29.89. Bitcoin down below 30,000, 29.977. US dollars a fun token. The Aussie dollar lower at 67.10. Ten-year yields higher, 3.36. Japan pretty much unchanged. Today, China up 1.1, Hong Kong up 0.6. Currently, we have Dow Futures kicking off the week. Uh, a little bit of uh, slippage coming in, only up 37 points at the moment. And NASDAQ Futures up a modest amount, very slightly up around five points. The European market set to open slightly higher. We've got some news that French unions are calling for fresh protests on May the 1st after a weekend of protests. European markets expected to open a little higher, focused very much on Macron and his move to raise the retirement age in France from 62 to 64. Major movers and shakers today, let's look through some of them. Lake Resources, as I said earlier, 18.5% better. They have achieved a major milestone for Karchi and Sayona. They announced a significant increase in lithium resource at Moblan, up 10.3%. 29 Metals has strengthened the board, with Tamara Brown joining the board, 4.26% higher. 
Uh, Neuron back in the winner's enclosure as well today, up 3.2% NEU. And Lindsay Australia, LAU, put out a market and guidance update today, up 16.2%. A11 or A11, Atlantic Lithium had a cracking day today, 17.59%. I don't like Mondays. I can see no reasons because there are no reasons. At least I couldn't find any reasons. EML Payments also had a good day today on the back of their CEO, Emma Shand, resigning. A new strategic direction for EML Payments, 13.9% higher. They have also appointed Baron Joey to look at options to sell some of the business, all of the business, or just give everybody a gift card for Christmas. And GMD, Genesis Minerals, up 10%. In the beginning, there was Leonora, and they have now agreed with St. Barbara, which was down today, to buy Leonora's assets, or St. Barbara's Leonora assets, for 600 million bucks. Genesis shareholders like it. They did a $450 million placement. They like that as well, up 10% today. Uh, So doing well for Genesis, which is now above that placement price, which was above the prevailing stock price. Closing at $1.21. Regis Resources, though, not so kind to shareholders today. Down 11.2%. They put out their March quarterly and downgraded guidance. Uh, St. Barbara, the new deal with Genesis, leaves St. Barbara with a heap of international problems and some cash and some Genesis shares, but not obviously finding as much favour as the first deal as we have um, St. Barbara down 5.4%. Tiger Realm, they updated the market on the sanction regime around TIG, falling 28%. AMA, it was a car crash today, smashed, completely smashed, down 34.69%. And Paradigm Biotech was down 4.69, pushing lower again. The Australian Rare Earths, AR3, was once again... Stock of the day, speculative stock of the day, up 30.65%. They updated the market with Copamura, the mineral resource up 25%, indicated resource up 40%. In company news today, the Federal Court of Australia has approved the BHP Oz Mineral Scheme of Arrangement. Uh, Arrovella, which is a biotech company, released data showing that its ALA101 cells could be a therapy for CD19 expressed leukemias and lymphomas, EML payments. I should probably do this in an Irish accent. Appointed Kevin Murphy as interim CEO as the company commences a global search for a permanent CEO to replace Emma Shand. That was more Northern Ireland. It also announced the transition away from its previous long-range strategy and will instead focus on addressing the challenges it is facing today. Perseus Mining confirmed that its employees and assets are safe following reports of armed conflict in and around Khartoum in the Sudan. And Regis Resources, copying it badly today, revised its production and cost guidance for FY23 after reporting lower than expected gold output in the March quarter, citing slower ramp-up of the new Duketon Garden Well, now expects FY23 gold production of 450 to 470,000 ounces, and all-in sustaining costs snuck up. Of 1795 to 1845. Don't like that. Transurban reported a record third quarter result 12.9% year on year increase in average daily traffic. Sydney and Brisbane had particularly strong performances, while Melbourne 
it looks like they continue to take the tram. And AMA downgraded its earnings guidance for FY23 due to margin compression. Uh, EBITDA in the range of 60 to 68 compared to its previous guidance of 70 to 90. Meanwhile, in economic data, nothing out officially today, but the Commonwealth Bank has cut has cut its fixed rate borrowing costs. It's cut its three-year fixed rate package loan for occupiers and investors by 0.4 of a percent to 5.59 and 5.69%. And the Air Wallex Digital Economic Index out today shows a drop of almost massive 0.1% in digital business turnover since March quarter of last year, worth around $124 million. And the ACCC has extended its review period in the relation to the ANZ's merger authorization application for the acquisition of Suncorp, now been extended from 12th of June to the 28th of July. The ACCC does tend to drag its heels. In Asia markets today, POSCO has been doing very well. Retail punters have been piling into this one, adding more than 11 billion US dollars in market value in POSCO. And that is on the back of the EV battery story that's coming out of Korea. Singapore home sales rose to a six-month high in March. And in US and European headlines, this could be significant. So pay attention, children. Janet Yellen said US banks are likely to become more cautious and may tighten lending further in the wake of recent bank failures, possibly negating the need for further Federal Reserve interest rate hikes. This was in an interview she did over the weekend. Bing may replace Google as the default search engine on Samsung devices, according to the New York Times. And Merck has bought Prometheus Biosciences for around 11 billion US dollars. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Of course, we'll be back again tomorrow to do it all again. In the meantime, have a great evening.